0: you're listening to the g-factor with lauren and tony a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization now without further ado here are the hosts of g-factor lauren doherty and tony van well today's a very special day lauren it's memorial day right I think it's very important for us to take just a moment and recognize those men and women over the years that have given the ultimate sacrifice, so that we can truly enjoy the freedoms that we uh, have on a on a daily basis here in this country.
1: Absolutely, the biggest thank you is definitely not enough, but definitely want to take time and time out for a second and mention Memorial Day for
0: sure. Absolutely, I still think about the time that you and I uh went to Washington DC and spoke there at the American Museum Association conference and we had the opportunity to go to the uh World War 2 uh memorial there on the um mm-hmm. that was amazing to me. I thought that was, you know, my grandfather fought in World War 2. Uh luckily he uh, survived, but there were so many just of his um comrades that, you know, fallen during that time and so.
1: Right. I think yeah, it's, it's very moving.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So just a little pause to remember those that, you know, those family members that uh, they've lost. So, well, let's go ahead and take a look at uh, today, G-Factor podcast. Last week, uh, we did a roundabout on the uh, reputation management. If Kind of a cheap plug if anyone didn't get to uh, tune into that last week since there is a long weekend, maybe we have a little chance to do that, but uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, drip, 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 drip marketing.
1: <laughs> that was not a stutter. That was just,
0: just an effect. That was me. Yeah, that was me dripping. <laughs> I was just dripping and dripping, Lauren. A little drip wow. marketing.
1: That's the perfect, I guess, lead in to talk about what is drip marketing. And that's a good little like cue, I guess, that it really makes sense when you think about its name. Um, It's literally consistently dripping messaging or content to... to your audiences or potential audiences to basically warm them up and get them to a point where they take an action. So that's what we're going to be talking about kind of all week, both on the podcast and on our social media. So tune in there for additional content as well.
0: Check it out. And I'll tell you, I know you're a stats gal. We always joke about this, but I found a report uh, last year, um, SurveyMonkey polled 2,000 people. And out of those 2,000 people, 50%, a thousand of those people consider themselves constantly looking for goods and services online. In other words, Mm -hmm. they are always searching for something to purchase, buy, use, etc. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important for us when we're talking about drip marketing to understand that those are the people that we're always trying to engage and to serve and hopefully hit the message and uh, achieve that same behavior, get that reaction from them.
1: Right. So maybe there's a few um, types of drip campaigns that we can talk about. And, you know, we've talked a lot about email marketing um, in past episodes. And since the pandemic, you know, it being a very popular tactic that is both affordable and effective, but You know, today diving into types of drip campaigns, but maybe um, I would like to mention a few different types and then we can kind of get into it a little bit more too. Um, I think we all, you know, we've come to the conclusion, if you will, that if you're not currently participating in email marketing, now's the time to dive in, um, continuing with the drip and water puns that are awful. So, (laughs) A few types of campaigns. So there's like, I'm going to talk about about six, basically. So one is just keeping people top of mind. So make sure you're segmenting your lists, which is something we've talked about many times, but basically just giving them enough information to keep your brand um, top of mind to that list. So keep them engaged throughout not only the sales process, but like the educational process as well, or just keep them informed of of what you have going on. Basically Um, the next is like an educational drip. So that is providing content or product information to prospects to prepare them for a future purchase. So generally, that list is going to be someone who you hope to become a customer or hope to be an engaged audience member, but they probably aren't yet. You're just trying to entice them. Um, Another is a re-engagement drip. So these are for colder leads, so maybe someone who has not visited or has not purchased um, in the past. However, time frame you feel is appropriate, but trying to get them to come back around, basically. Um, another type is like a training drip. So this could maybe be for a new audience member or a new client, kind of an R case. Some- Something that you can send out to them regularly or semi regularly that basically trains them and it moves them into a different category. So you're just kind of informing them and training them up um, to move them through the drip campaign. Another that's probably the most um, popular, if you will, and everyone's probably experienced this. And what you just kind of mentioned is the promotional drip. So you're enticing prospects who are shopping either with like a limited time offer, a special offer, a special price, you know, a special event, something like that, something kind of VIP experience-ish. That's a promotional drip. And, you know, I think we all get those probably all the time. And the last is something that is a little bit more difficult, but a competitive drip. So you might get your hands on a list or you might research or find a like-minded audience that um, is a potential audience for you or that of your competitor. So you're basically targeting your competitors, customers, um, something about your product or your place of business to entice them to come on over. So those are several ways that drip marketing is used in different types of campaigns. Um, So if you maybe are wondering how this works or how it could work for you, that's probably you would fit into one of those categories, basically.
0: Yeah, I think that's super uh, cool the way you've categorized those. I also wanted to just kind of mention uh, while we're going through those, it's not just email or automated emails or those type of things. Right. I mean, drip monkey can also be tactics such as text marketing, SMS, or even uh, direct mail, which we've talked about a little bit in the pandemic. It's that ongoing cycle to hit, like Lauren said, those six different needs or categories of a consumer.
1: Yeah. And it might be a layered approach using several of those tactics too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know to reach them and to make the your audience um in particular either find how they like to be communicated or for them to take an action after some repetitive, you know, types of tactics directed to them.
0: Right, right. I one of the questions I always get is does a drip lead ever die? In other words, is there a time in which you get from someone that's like hot or in your pipeline to medium to drip to do they ever cash out? Do they just stop? Do you ever stop engaging those folks?
1: So in my opinion, they die off, if you will, if one, they unsubscribe themselves, either from the texts or don't reply to emails, don't open emails, you know, they don't engage whatsoever, Um, or you find that after a set period of time, which is really up to your discretion that they have not taken any action and you clean through your contacts list. Um, at that point, just say you give them six months or you give them a year, maybe you can still hold on to those and send them things more sparingly. If you feel like you are sending things too often, that could be a problem. That could be a turnoff for those people. Um, So you could try to kind of dial it back or you may not have been engaging enough. So maybe you were only sending them something once a year, you know, or not touching them enough. So maybe trying increase. Um, Otherwise I would set an amount of time to then clean out those lists and then probably just go ahead and let them go. Basically if they have not engaged in that amount of time.
0: I agree. I think they almost self-qualify themselves whether they're in or out. I mean, at some point someone's just not in. And I think that's, Right.
1: And you won't convince them otherwise. right, Right. At that point. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that you offer that they really want. So either they've, uh, in my opinion, either they've gotten into a list that probably wasn't an accurate identifier of them or their tastes have just changed. Um, you were sending them stuff for their teenagers Their teenagers have opted out. You didn't realize it from the list or whatever qualification you had. And they just basically like, look, I don't have kids at home or something like that. So, um, I right. think that's exactly exactly what you're going to have to watch for. Lauren, one of the things that people always ask is kind of like, what are the response rates, if you will? I mean, you know, um, we all want 100% response rate. The reality is that's not uh, the case. Um, a company called Snow Labs just pulled out a, a survey they actually conducted in 2019, but held it for the pandemic year, but one of the things they were going through is kind of an email marketing click rate, if you will, kind of averages. So, um, they had, they showed that about 293 billion emails were sent and Mm -hmm. received per day in the 2019 89% of the marketers actually use email or email type of drip campaigns for their primary channel. Now here's, here's where I think is very interesting. So that people kind of have an understanding the average click through rate basically someone clicking on something is only about 3.43%, okay? So don't be discouraged if you're doing some drip marketing and your, you know, click through rates or your engagement rates are like 1% or 2%. I always go back to direct mail. Direct mail was really hot, you know, if you got a 5% or 7% you know response rate that was fantastic. Then 2% now you know, it went down to 1% or less. And then, of course, the pandemic has kind of skewed things. But it's kind of the same thing with the average click rate. The open rate itself in 2019 was 22.15%. So people actually are opening them. So at least they're seeing them. And they give 86, professionals give 86% of their kind of priority to emails. So in other words, wow. People have gotten off the telephone. I think that that's the initial piece, but they've gotten off the telephone. Yeah. And they're giving those primor- primor- priority uh, connections through email themselves. So I think it's important. I too.
1: believe it. Um, yeah. Those numbers are big, but I'm not surprised. And it's just feeding everyone who doesn't want to talk on the phone anymore too. So.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, I totally agree with that. I mean, yeah, basically text me, email me. I mean, I think people want to talk on the phone to kind of like hear that you're real, but I mean, you and I have experienced this a lot, you know, people will talk to you for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes max, just to make sure. And then basically it's just the information back and forth uh, by email. Yes. uh, Which is more expedient, you know? Yeah, Yeah. it is. It is. And you kind of get it all in what, you know, here's my portfolio or here's the information. Let me look at it. I've got something I can print out. You know, I mean, there's, there's little time to bring a brochure to a meeting anymore because no one's really meeting. So might as well send them stuff that way. Um, And then, like you said, it keeps that ongoing, um, you know, uh, conversation with a a drip conversation at the the time. So um, Mm -hmm. something else that I thought was really interesting about this, and this may be just kind of Tony Van Quirky, but I had a little study about the most popular sign-offs in a uh, email drip campaign. Mm -hmm. So here are the the (laughs) most popular sign-offs. Yeah. So the most popular sign-offs are thanks, which are 62%. Your just your name or initial, a la Lauren Doherty, 46%. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, 44%. Love got twenty-eight percent. Now I don't know exactly how you've worked that into a email campaign, but I guess it is what it is. And then finally it was just an accident. Right? Yeah. Whoops. Sorry, dear. Yeah. And then regards made twenty-two percent. So um, this is negative to me regards yeah to me is like yeah, yeah. done it's illegal yeah something. so uh thanks is the least annoying sign off only three percent dislike it while 21 percent dislike peace Peace is not an appealing (laughs) piece.
1: You know, though for for certain brands, I could feel that would work. Like, honestly, we have a client in particular that I think it would work for and it would be fun because it, it identifies with their audience and their brand, but I'm not saying we do that, but I could see it working.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Well, that's good. Well, on that note of signing off, Lauren, I don't know if I'm going to choose. Thanks sincere love TV, but I will definitely not send my regards to our listeners. Right. Or best. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, well, I hope you've enjoyed our drip marketing. Like Lauren said, if you uh, want to get more uh, deets, uh, check out our social media this week. We'll be covering all of the ins and outs uh, of drip marketing so for the g factor podcast this is tony van and
1: this is lauren doherty
0: and we'll talk to you next week thank you for listening to g factor for more episodes additional information and a way to connect with lauren and tony visit the